Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. Aye, aye. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, you. You there. With the full belly and the the refusal to move. Yes, it's you we're talking to. Hope the Christmas went well. Um, you know I'm a culture because I say the Christmas and not just Christmas. Uh, I never realised that it was a culture thing until my first girlfriend in Dublin said, why do you keep putting that in front of Christmas and Easter? And I was like, what? You say I'm going home for the Easter. What so what would people, people just say? say? I'm going home for Easter. I'm going home oh, for yeah, Christmas. No. This doesn't make sense. I'm going you home say, for the Christmas. You have to say the. <laughs> no. Well, Emer definitely doesn't say the. No, it's a it's a filthy culture thing. That's why <laughs> that's why we do it. It's filthy culture. I might say the Christmas. I don't think I've ever actually said the Christmas. Although I'm surrounded by culture's all the time now. So. <laughs> you are. Uh, the Easter though, that's pushing it. <laughs> it is a bit. Uh, come here. Welcome to the Best of Comedy podcast. That we would love to take credit for, but look, it's all Emer. This is just yeah. all Emer. I apologise in advance. She just hates Christmas and wants to work through the entire <laughs> period and well into the new year. Yes. Uh, but look, this is all of our favourite comedy moments through the year. So you're going to get loads of say stuff that suits the music. Like, So this is binge time, all right? If you like Dave's bad jokes, you're going to get loads of those. We've got Noni's Ode to Connor Murray in the time she interviewed Tom Cruise. Um, I don't know if you remember those. No. It was when Noni was very upset when Conor Murray got engaged and very upset. Oh yeah! Uh, some of the funniest <laughs> moments we've had with callers from a very embarrassing moment in a hotel to an epic tale around Invisalign. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you remember that story? Oh, it's the one of my favourites. Yeah, <laughs> I remember them all vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. You're in for a treat there. Uh, the strangest laughs ever. Christopher walking in a panto. I do remember that one. Yes, and a dog with a Dublin accent. I also remember that one as well. That was one of Dave's specials. Um, so look, enjoy. Just uh, don't. No need to hit play because you've already done that. <laughs> so it's just going to happen magically into your ears. Okay, and uh, don't forget more podcasts if you are listening to this. You're also going to get best of Irish. Mm-hmm. You're also going to get best of the best of. Yes, <laughs> which That's clearly be an is the best. <laughs> and I'm forgetting one. Oh, best of the big names. Yes, yeah, some big celeb names, all in one handy little podcast. Huge stars, Oscar winners, the whole lot in there. So uh, keep an eye on Today FM and Dermot and Dave's podcast because there's loads more coming your way. Enjoy, folks. Dermot just stood up and walked out of the studio with ten seconds to go on the song, presumably in some kind of a protest. Oh wait, no, he's back. You know I don't like being here for bad jokes, generally. Yeah. But I mostly don't like being here for bad jokes without a cup of herbal tea. Oh, I see. He went to I am ready to tea. go now. Cahal is also here, ready to go, Cahal. Supreme matcha yes. green. This and is normal f- tea, though. I have man tea. Yeah, because you <laughs> tried a few of those tea. infusions for a while. Yeah, I tried. Slap that, slap that out in fairness. Okay, this is the first Bad Jokes 2022. Y'all ready? Okay. Dave's world. Dave's world If we don't let him do it He gets ratty First thing we're going to do Is dedicate this bad joke To somebody called Liz Duggan Who got in touch She has a bit of a rough time At the moment And every Tuesday Bad jokes makes her smile So Liz These are all for you So everybody sent me Novak Djokovic jokes And everybody sent me this joke Which is Why did Novak Djokovic Use MasterCard To pay for his flights To Australia Because his visa Wouldn't work Uh, Marie says I wonder if Novak Djokovic will leave Australia quietly or if he'll make a racket 
whatever happens serves him right <laughs> Irene says Novak Djokovic is the first player to be knocked out of a Grand Slam tournament after missing only two shots Good, good. And Garo said, Did you hear about the tennis player with the dusty house? Novak. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Stevie says, What noise does a jumbo jet make when Dave's landing it in his flight simulator? Boing, Boeing, Boeing. (laughs) Boeing, 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 Boeing. Lee says, If there's one place I can't stand, it's a nice rink. <laughs> Ken says there were two people in my class at school called Paddy Power. What are the odds? Uh, I like that. Good. Paul says people say I'm an idiot for using super glue instead of Bongella, but I'm sticking to my gums. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Derek says I have a terrible, terrible fear of heights, but you don't hear me shouting about it from the rooftops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mick sent me Rob's joke I think that's how this one works I wrote Mick Rob in the name bit So I think Mick sent me Rob's joke Or Rob sent me Mick's joke Whichever I'm, I'm, Thank you to both of you <laughs> Vin <laughs> Diesel eats two meals a day Breakfast Breck furious <laughs> Breakfast and furious <laughs> Breakfast Breck furious Crikey <laughs> That's terrible <laughs> Mark says, I've just got first place in the National Telling Lies competition. Uh, no, I didn't. I came 12th. <laughs> Actually, there was no competition. <laughs> <laughs> Maria's not here in the studio today. She's working from home. But Eddie says, the World Hairdressing Championships were on TV last night. Would Maria know when they're showing the highlights? <laughs> she wouldn't like that. Jen says... The Garda says, you're going to prison for forging counterfeit cash. What about now, I say, as I slide a 37-euro note across the table? <laughs> <laughs> DJ Paul says, you know I can chop a log in half just by looking at it? I know, I know it sounds hard to believe, but I saw it with my own eyes. Oh, come on. Oh, oh, yes. You like that? No, I no. Say no, Carl. I'm trying. Don't give in. Finally, Alan says, my wife says our lovemaking is so bad because I'm so easily distracted. Ah, well, back to it, I suppose. (laughs) Taste of that suits the music. Taste of that suits the music. Taste of that suits the music. Okay, say stuff that suits the music is what Dermot is going to do now. He'll hear pieces of music he's never heard before. Off the top of his head, he will say stuff he thinks suits those pieces of music. Are you ready? Uh, well, it uh, depends how good the music is. Well, will it be inspiring? Inspiring? You've such an easy job. <laughs> such an easy part of this. Right, go on. Uh, hit the button. Mega artists Sean Paul and Shakira have lost their luggage at Dublin Airport and have a brand new track. Shut up, Paul! Shakira, Shakira! <laughs> Where's my suitcase? Shut up, Paul! The suitcase, where's my suitcase? Where's the suitcase? My fucking suitcase! Shut up, Paul! I lost three bags and a hold on case! <laughs> And as the last of the removal trucks arrive at 10 Downing Street to take away the final belongings of Boris Johnson, former Prime Minister of Britain. The first truck 
course, is for his furniture and belongings. And the other seven are for his ego. Ah, the Irish summer. And don't the Irish people look happy with the good weather? There they go, drinking on the beach. And drinking in the park. And drinking in their back gardens. In fact, they're drinking all the time. The only time they're not drinking is when they're passed out from, you've guessed it, drinking. And don't they look stylish? He's wearing nothing but a pair of Liverpool shorts and she is in her brassiere. Irish people going mental in the summertime. I'd like to introduce this vote of no confidence because the government have failed miserably. What, excuse me, what's happening in here? What's happening in the chamber? Oh, we're having to rave. The weather's too good, missus. We're all getting off our heads. John Corla, do something about this. Uh, the vote of no confidence has been uh, defeated. I have full confidence that we'll all be off our faces in no time. Here's the kind of monster. <laughs> Congratulations to uh, Lisa O'Brien and her three kids who have managed to find the last beach parking space in Ireland. There they are, reversing into it now. And they're all getting out of the car. Well done. Oh, they've forgotten the swimming togs. They've got to get back into the car and drive home and get them. Oh, and the space is gone now anyway. It's been bulldozed and turned into an Aldi. Green Day have also lost their luggage at Dublin Airport. I had a suitcase and so did my wife. Dublin Airport's the worst airport we've seen in our lives. Thanks to the airport, idiots haven't had clean clothes in two weeks. I've worn the same pair of jocks since the start of June. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by Limerick's favourite chocolate seller. It's Noni. Hi, Noni. All right, Rory the Cage. You know what? Tea is the best. What? Chocolatey. I've never <laughs> oh, had it. No, it's very chocolatey. <laughs> Do you get it? How are you doing, Noni? Hi, there, Cage. You know, yeah. Do you want me to be looking at me? I'm looking for um. For a new hobby, do you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, do you know, to get to my age, you want to do something to keep your brain sharp. And have you any ideas? Have you thought of any kind of hobbies you could do? Ah, I'm thinking maybe a self-defence, do you know? Why would you need that now? Well, because it's got to protect the plan full of chalk. If somebody tried to rob a club and call me the other day, I didn't know what to be doing. Cheaters. So I'm thinking maybe you're doing karate. You could try that one. Yeah, you know? I'll take one door. <laughs> or would you ever give judo a go? We don't talk. About you, no, 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 no. We don't talk about you, no. Uh, what, what, what are you singing? What? Just like singing. I just having a chat. Okay. Having a conversation with you. Well, here's another one for you. Yeah. You can try. You ever, you know the one in the big circle where they throw the flower or whatever the fat lads <gasps> in the nappies do it. We don't talk about sumo, no, no, no. <laughs> we don't talk about sumo. Noni, have you been watching Encanto? What? The new Disney movie, like Encanto. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen that film in my life. Just, there's a song from Encanto that's... No, uh, no, no. 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 The last film I saw was uh, Lethal Weapon 2 with Mel Gibson. Very good. Oh, yeah, Mel Gibson. Very good. Come here, I have an idea. I have an yeah. idea. Maybe all of those things are too physical for you. Maybe what you should be doing is something a little bit more laid back. Maybe you could do... In your back garden, you could do stargazing. Get a telescope. Oh, yeah, I love looking up at the sky. I the planets you could see. Like, yeah. Uh, Venus and Jupiter. And what about that one that used to be a planet? We don't talk about Pluto. 
no, no, no. We don't talk about Pluto. Definitely, definitely not. You're here, that, guess, Giants. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, well, I have another idea, mm. right? You, you, you've got the whole country yeah. on your doorstep. Go and explore. Like, we know you take the Noni bus to Kilkeed the odd time. Oh, yeah, by the kid. But what about the rest of the country? What, what, for example, what about the Midlands? Oh, I get out in the boat, maybe up to Kilkenny or G- something, yeah. Kildare, oh, yeah. Yeah, or yeah, oh, just one place I won't go. We don't talk about car, <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, oh, full of goals. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I tell you what, then, then stay at home. Right, yeah. stay at the kitchen table. Yeah, safer. And do board games. Board games, yeah. Like, board, board games, uh, like? Monopoly yeah, or snakes yeah. and ladders. Oh, or, um, wait a minute. Yeah? yeah, have you an idea? Yeah, I have an idea. Where this you, is, I know where what this is going. What are you thinking? Uh, would Would you by any chance be interested in the board game where, you know, the vicar kills someone in the drawing room with the candlestick? Or, or do you not want uh, to talk about... Cluedo. Yeah, we can talk about it if you want. <laughs> really? I have no problem with that. <laughs> you do no yeah. problem talking about it. No, you're not going to sing it. No, no, it's fine. Why would I sing it? No, well, it's, it's fine. It's a great game. I thought you were just going to go no, all I'd and... probably take it up. Go all and canto <laughs> on us. Like, the canto, I don't know what you're you talking about. You just seem to be on some kind of a Disney buzz. It's like, it feels like we're just going around in circles here. Like. No need. That's absolutely ridiculous. Listen, thanks a million for coming in. What can I say except you're welcome? Chuck us a twirl there on your way. A whole new twirl. <laughs> Avoid a Disney kid. David's promised us that this is going to be the funniest thing we've heard all year. I was getting this ready today, this morning, before the show. No one was ill. I was the only person in from our show. And I was hoping no one was coming in because I was so discombobulated with like tears of laughter coming in my face okay so I played you this little bit already <laughs> so basically what's happening is this this is an Israeli TV show and on the Israeli some kind of a weird chat show I don't obviously don't speak any Hebrew I don't know what they're saying I don't know what it's called I just found the clip basically they have collected people with crazy laughs Okay um, And Okay we're in <laughs> They're trying not to make them laugh Because they want to deliver All the big intro Like if Dermot and I Were interviewing someone We'd give a big intro or whatever But the, 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 the guys presenting Are already kind of sniggering And then it triggers The people laughing <laughs> yeah. And then no one can stop laughing And the first person you'll hear Is one thing The second person comes in Okay so here you go Here's the lads chatting away At the start <laughs> So now her laughing has made the whole guy laugh. He's actually getting up and walking around the studio to try and stop laughing. Watch him, watch him, watch him. Watch him. 
אנחנו חייבים ללכת הלאה, אני מצטער, אני מישהו חייב לנהל את השידור הזה. And then she was laughing so weirdly in the audience that they had to get her out and bring her on the TV and try and do an interview with her. But listen to her. Nassiman, the woman keeps trying to interview her. This morning I was sitting in the studio on my own and I was laughing as hard as I am now. Oh Christ! It must be like that's an affliction. Like if you if you laugh you go like to that. The cinema. Yeah. Well, go to the cinema. You don't think you'd be okay if you're in a sit in the cinema? Someone's crunching their popcorn. A funny joke comes on the screen, and you go. Or you're like the other guy who just starts going like this. <laughs> We're going back to New York City. where the uh, scene of the crime happened, which was James Corden allegedly being a little bit, bit annoying in a restaurant called Balthazar, so much yeah. so that the owner has decided to ban him, which is something he apparently rarely does, but uh, he just was very nice a couple of times when he was in. Well, he said it's the worst treatment his staff have ever had by any customer in 25 years. Wow. That's a serious thing. And it, there was no crime committed. Let's be honest here. You know, James obviously had a bad day, treated... Apparently, treated people not terribly well. And now he's got banned from a restaurant. You know what? I think I'm the opposite. Oh. I think I, you know the way if you have like, a, if you're having a great time in a restaurant and the waiter or whatever is like great, mm. I have to become their best friend. <laughs> I've seen so, that. For instance, over the weekend, I know there's a guy called Thomas who works, works in Locker and Resort mm. who is probably quite afraid of me now. Because I Oh Thomas Thomas thank you Thomas Oh you're the best Thomas <laughs> Which wine should we have Thomas You're great Where are you from Thomas You've, you've had enough wine sir Can I move please in stop, Can sir. I move in with you Thomas <laughs> Please Please complain about something So I can be surly towards you Please <laughs> Yeah uh, Let's go to the phones And let's have a chat To Emma Who's in Galway Hi Emma Hi It's Paula Oh Paula Sorry Hi Paula How Hello. are you Hi I'm good, I'm good. good We were morning. trying to change your name for no reason. You were a you, you were sound a spy. more like an Emma. Uh, so come here, are you in Galway? I am in Manny, yes, at the minute. Right. Okay. And you worked in hospitality for years, did you? 
I did. I actually have got, I've changed recruitment. I've changed this recruitment now. But yes, I did. I was a hotel manager for over ten years. Oh God! Um, what kind of things did you witness then? Oh my God! Look, people are just mental. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, just like the basics, no manners, like as in, you know, kicking their fingers at you and, um, you know, if, if it's the wine doesn't taste the way they want it, they're like, I'm not drinking this. And you know, the wine is perfectly perfect, mm. but they're, you know, they straight away complain. But I know one of the best ones was, um, it was a Sunday morning and, you know, you come into work at 7am and you're working breakfast and I remember this lady kicked her fingers and called and made the whole restaurant aware of what was happening mm. and she was complaining about the brown bread and she said the brown bread was stale um, and obviously we had sliced the brown bread fresh that morning so we knew it wasn't so I, they called me because I was the manager so I went over to her and I was like what's wrong and she was like the brown bread is ridiculous it's so hard I can't even eat it and all the restaurant was looking like she made a big scene in the middle of the restaurant. And it turned out she had buttered a piece of Weedabix. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I was able, it was funny. I was able to turn around and say to her, like, this is, this is actually Weedabix. This is not brown bread. And what did she do? She kind of looked at me and was like, uh, uh, uh. And I said, I'll get, one of the, I'll get one of the staff to bring you fresh brown bread and marmalade, you know. So we did that. But, like, the whole restaurant laughed. Like, everybody was watching. Oh, you love, love those so stories. Oh, yeah, it completely, so it actually completely backfired on her. Like, so, I mean, even when she was coming to check out, then, like, everyone was kind of looking at her thinking, what's she going to complain about? But she didn't say a word. She was, like, paid her bill and walked out, and that was that. Um, but, yeah, like, I suppose, I suppose I always say to everybody, I think anyone, every youngster in Ireland should work in retail or hospitality yes you know it's like as you say the manners sometimes are just shocking I've had that conversation Mm -hmm. with my kids I'm like you are doing a year in the local spa or the restaurant or the petrol station or the pub like you're definitely not going straight straight into college without having an experience yeah, of working just, yeah, services just to, gain, just to gain respect like and I mean James Corden like completely showing his you know his the bad side I suppose and that and I, as I said the restaurant guy was dead right I do the exact same mm. thing if it was mine you know lack of class isn't it that's absolutely, lack of class. It. absolutely it. do you find that that it was the people who maybe you know who obviously had a bit of money, or is it people who had notions? Who who were the complainers? Was there well, a particular actually, type, or was it anybody? No, you're dead right. It was actually the people who had money. Okay, so is well, it I p- would say they have money because that reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> they annoy it out of everyone else. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it actually was. It actually was. It would be more classy people. Um, because you'd, you'd really the people who'd appreciate what you did for them like were the people who struggled to pay for the weekends come away or the night or whatever and were doing what they could but it actually was the people with the notions and the people with the money who right. would complain and like there was a you know there's a beer stain on the table or my fork is not polished correctly and <laughs> silly things like that yeah Paula thank you so much for that amazing Weedavik story yeah no problem see bye. you later bye 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 someone says I worked in the cafe my colleague made a sandwich for a hairdresser that worked down the street the hairdresser appeared at the door a few minutes later and hurled the sandwich at me from the doorway because it wasn't on the correct bread oh wow. my god what happens to people I, I guess no you idea. just have to assume maybe that they're having a bad day and this is something that just kind of pushed them over the edge or maybe they're just dicks <laughs> That's your other option. You know the way Dermot says he hates bad jokes all the time, and you might think that's some kind of hilarious joshing for the radio. Well, with eight seconds to go in the song, he just walked out of the studio. <laughs> yeah, you're back in now. I right? had to get a tea bag.
Dave's world. If we don't let him do it, he gets ratty. Bad Jokes Edition. Well, don't worry. Cahill's in here and Cahill loves bad jokes, don't you, Cahill? Cahill, you're contractually obliged to love bad jokes. <laughs> I love bad jokes. Carl says, just dropped my son off at Dublin Airport for his J1 trip to mm. the US. I mean, he's only 11, but you might as well start queuing now, lads! Hey. Hey. Topical. Sad but true. <laughs> Couple of superhero jokes for you now. Rob says, what do you call Batman after he's fallen down some stairs? Bruised Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and Lily McLaughlin is five years old and she says, where do evil villains do their grocery shopping? Dun, dun, duns! <laughs> <laughs> She's five. That is a good. joke, Lily. Uh, Martina sent me this joke all the way from the United States. You can't blame anyone else if you fall in your own driveway. That's your own asphalt. <laughs> your your own, own asphalt. You need to know what asphalt is in America. So <laughs> it. But it's still very cold, doesn't get <laughs> No. Contractually obliged. <laughs> Val says, what did the Liverpool fan do after his team won the League Cup, the FA Cup, the Premier League and the Champions League and completed the legendary quadruple? He turned off the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a Man United fan grasping at straws. True, though. true. Yeah. Bitterness, bitterness. Stino Spursy says, Our office supply company just delivered a load of cardboard instead of paper. I tell you, I am writing a stiff letter. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's office bands. Darren says, An alien walks into a bar and shouts, I'm buying drinks for everyone. <laughs> everyone <laughs> cheers and orders their drinks. At the end of the night, the barman says to the alien, uh, sorry, there, mate, um, that'll be 24,520 uh, euro, please. The alien looks at the barman and says, no problem, mate. Do you have change of a blurkin? It's going so well. It's going so, so well. <laughs> Stephen oh. says, <laughs> "You're still laughing." Horrendous. Stephen says, "On my first day as a delivery driver for Mister Kipling, I had to do an emergency stop. <laughs> Fortunately, the lorry had exceedingly good brakes." <laughs> Emer made an involuntary noise at that one. <laughs> PJ says, "My dad suggested I register for a donor card. Ah, he's a man after my own heart." <laughs> donor. Yeah, did you get it? Yeah. Yeah. Colin says, Dermot, you were shopping for furniture recently? I sure was. I put a call into Cahill's friends at Minogue Furniture uh, a few weeks ago. They haven't stopped calling me back since. All I wanted was one night stand. <laughs> one night stand! <laughs> Come on, it's Minogue Furniture joke. You gotta get that one. <laughs> Paul says, where do farmers go to buy and sell manure? Dung deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And Darren says Cahill will love this one. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> says, oh, Cahill will love this. No, this is something to do with a farm. No, this is the next joke. Our, 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 our hurling cow, cow <laughs> Darren says, Cahill will love this one, Dave. I'm just back from competing in the Sun Tanning World Championships. I got bronze. <laughs> he doesn't love it. He doesn't love it. the dung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pete says, my wife asked me if I could clear the kitchen table. I mean, I had to take a run and start over by the back door, but I made it. <laughs> Tony says, <laughs> Dave asked Dermot to check whether the indicators on his BMW were working. Dermot said, yep, no, yep, no, yep, no, yep. <laughs> and finally, on Bad Jokes today, Carmel says, I sometimes imagine Michael D. Higgins waking up in the morning and giggling to himself. Well, I'd better get up and run some errands. <laughs> 
A lot of uh, very sick people enjoying your jokes again, Dave. <laughs> Glad to hear uh, it. The last one took me way too long. Brilliant. Uh, it took me long as well. And when all the mics went down, I had to say, I didn't get it. Yeah, well, a lot of people have actually gotten in touch to say, was there actually a joke in there? <laughs> yeah, Jer wants to know. Like, So tell it again. Okay, so I sometimes imagine Michael D. Higgins waking up in the morning and giggling to himself and saying, well, I suppose I better get up and run some errands. So run Aaron, as in run Ireland. Runs Ireland and errands. You know the yeah. way people would do that. That was that was the joke. Yeah, Derek, you were right. That's all there was to get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're never very complex. Um, these jokes. Peter says he doesn't get the alien one. The alien. Okay, so the alien comes into a bar and offers to buy drinks for <laughs> this everybody. Is the best bar. <laughs> he offers to buy drinks for everybody. Everyone drinks all night long, and the bill is twenty four grand. But he's an alien, so he doesn't have. Euro, euros or pounds or dollars so the guy says it's 24,000 and he goes cool he got change of a blurkin <laughs> which is the alien currency that we don't know about that's the joke uh, even Dermot got that one <laughs> I get it you get it you just don't like it this, okay. can this be a new segment where you uh, you absolutely slay Dave's bad jokes and then the following link is just you explaining them yes, yes. a journey of discovery a journey of adventure. A journey into the unknown. How long will you be gone for, my love? I do not know. It could be days, weeks, or months. But you're only going to Bristol on a stag. I know, but it's Dublin Airport. I've already been queuing for eight weeks. Love Island is back. Let's meet the contestants. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm from Essex and I enjoy kissing girls. <laughs> I'm Lisa. I'm a beauty therapist from Croydon. And I'm I'm Donald and um, I, I'm a geologist. Like, I, I love islands. I, I, I don't think I'm in the right show. Like, I, I actually love islands, but I don't know why. I shouldn't be here, should I? And now, Great Gardens with Dermot Gavin and Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. How you doing? Dermot Gavin here, and welcome to another beautiful garden in Kilruddery Estate in County Wicklow. Something out there. There's something over, something over the wall. No, John. There's something. The White Walkers are coming over the wall. Attack! No, they're hillwalkers. They're hillwalkers, John. <laughs> Tonight on Virgin Media One, we go behind the scenes in a hard-hitting documentary at the Passport Office. So, I have another application here of this for a six-year-old boy for his first passport. Oh, yeah, thanks, Nula. Let me file that under. Couldn't give a shoey. <laughs> Come on, guys. Take it seriously. There's a huge backlog. Nula, the only backlog I care about was the one I just did in the jacks. <laughs> drink, 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 drink. Feast your eyes on this darkness. Where once stood a great land, great castles. The Roman armies have laid waste to everything we hold dear to us. Oh my God, don't worry about it. I'm Francis Brennan. I can fix up anything. We'll put up some curtains and some doilies. We'll get rid of those burning catapults and wagons and we'll put in a coffee dock. Come along to the airport and come along to the airport. Everyone is at the airport right now. 
of fun than Terminal 2 is totally screwed. Oh, what are we supposed to do? Get your finger out, double airport! What? The story. Today FM. Okay, joining us now is Kieran from Navin. How you doing, Kieran? How are you, how are you getting on, Ari? Getting on great. We can't wait to hear your story. What's the story? So literally, I was in, um, I was going back from Spain a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I was, uh, I had the Invisalign braces in. So you take them out to eat and drink and everything else. I was standing at the bar in, in the airport, uh, was queuing up to get a flight, and quite delayed, going to get a bite to eat, took out the Invisalign, uh, all grand, ate and drank, and then turned around, knocked over an old Spanish lady's bag. So her wheelie trolley bag, the handle was up, her handbag was on it, knocked the whole thing flying. <laughs> in the meantime, I happened to be just popping back my Invisalign braces in, they fell on the floor. The old lady started going, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, my dentures have fallen out. <laughs> <laughs> Takes the dentures, all mortified, puts them in her handbag and walks off. Oh no, and they're not her so, dentures. So she's, she's walking away. Bag. She's walking to the airport. I'm grabbing my bag, trying to get myself, make sure I don't miss the flight and everything else going after a ship or in the shoulder. She's looking at me as if I have two heads, hasn't a clue what I'm talking about. She goes, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Leave me alone, my dentures. I don't know if they're in or out. I'm sorry. So I'm trying to tell her, not your dentures. It's my Invisalign brace. She's literally looking like I'm trying to attack her. I'm pointing at her handbag. She's taking it away as I'm trying to rob it. <laughs> so hang on. Do you speak Spanish and does she speak English or is this all gestures? I have no Spanish and she had very little English. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm trying to point out that her teeth are still in her mouth. She's kind of covering her mouth because she thinks her dentures are on, in her handbag. <laughs> so grab a guy in the airport who's Spanish. Tried to explain to him what retainers were. He didn't have a clue what I was talking about. <laughs> he then eventually, after a minute or two, the conversation goes, and he tells her to reach into the bag, takes them out. They're covered in fluff and whatever else. No matter how the handbag. Gross. Gross for both them of back you. Hands <laughs> them back to me, and I'm kind of going, All right, better run to get the flight. So. I'd give them a quick rinse before they went back in anywhere. Well, did the old lady think that you had just wanted to take her dentures home with you? Yeah, yeah she had no idea what I was talking about. She, she was mortified because she thought her dentures had fallen out. She couldn't understand why I was so bloody hell-bent on getting her dentures out of her handbag. <laughs> the Irish denture fetish guy know, is around the airport. Yeah. <laughs> but at this stage, there was, a, there was a few people gathering because I think they thought I was attacking her or something like oh, that. Oh, God. There was, was a bit of a, a mob growing for me against the, the old Spanish lady. <laughs> well, how are the teeth looking? Yeah, they're great now. This is think this is week sixteen or seventeen, so that's great. Oh, now. good stuff! So when will you be when will you be kind of Invisalign free? Do you think? Uh, I think, but I've got to wear them at night now for six months, and that'll right. be it. will be done now. But uh, yeah, great <laughs> stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm well, more like, careful about where I put them and <laughs> where. Definitely, because I remember I had them, and at the start, because they put these kind of nibs on your teeth, yeah, um, they're quite hard to remove in the early days. You really have to yeah. pull really hard down, so you've got to put both your hands in a claw shape and reef yeah. them off your teeth. And I remember the first time I went out to a restaurant for, you know, with these things in my mouth, I I'd sat down at the table and I thought, oh, crap, I, I, I can't eat with these things in. So I don't want to start trying to take them out at the table. That's gross. So I went, if you just excuse me for a minute, I've got to go to the toilet. So I got up and instead of going to the loo, 
I went outside the the window of the restaurant, not realizing that everyone I'd been sitting with could see me through the glass. <laughs> so suddenly I walk out and I stand there, and then all they see is I'm putting two hands in my mouth and going, ah! ah! <laughs> I was having a nervous breakdown at the restaurant. They came back in. So, how's everything? And they're all like, what is wrong with you? Jeez, lads, maybe the crooked teeth is worth hanging on to. I don't know yeah. if this is worth it at all. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Thanks so much, Kieran. No problem, lads. See you, bye. Good work, thanks. Thanks, bye. Chill out, will you? In yours! Disgraceful! It's disgraceful, you can't be taking it out on me, Noni. It's funny talking all over the studio. Lads, Noni has come in. She's, like, kicked the pram over. She's knocked over. I've got a bass guitar here, and she's, ow! And she just starts, like, literally throwing things out. raisin and biscuit one. Yeah, that's really, how old is that? That's really sore. Noni, look, Noni's upset, lads, because Connor Murray, you may have seen on his Instagram. Little Connor Murray, what have you done to me? He's gotten engaged to Joanna Cooper, former Miss Universe Ireland. Uh, They've gotten engaged in Dubai. I mean, most of us are very, very, very happy for the future Murrays. Or maybe they'll be the Cooper Murrays. I can't believe he's done this to me. But you know, and all the chocolate that I shared with him over the years, I gave him selection boxes since he was a young flat. I've been giving him the Easter eggs, I've been giving him the whole thing. I know, Noni, but like sometimes, you know, people just, they they have to move on, you know? I've had to to turn to to religion to get me through it. I've turned to my faith. I, and just, you know, I've been saying prayers to the only woman who could help you in this situation. Oh, uh, Mary? No. Tell, Taylor Swift. <laughs> She's inspired me to write a song to Colonel Murray. <laughs> I was looking through your pics on Instagram last night, looking sexy with your Liberty Tan. So fine. Then I say, Holy Sacred Heart Almighty, I see you got engaged to some young one in her nighty. Oh, no, 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 no. Connor, how could you do this to me? Oh, no, 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 no. That's it, you goal. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. We are never, never, never getting back together. We are never, ever, ever getting back together. What she got that I don't got besides real hips and all her teeth. We are never, never, never Getting back together like ever, kid. Not gonna happen, you know what I mean? I'm taking my private life out of here. What have you done, little Connor? You sly fox. You should feed a chitin to my gravy in the snack box. Now you're sipping baby shams in Dubai. Well, you should be eating chocolate by my side. Oh, no, 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 no. Wake up and smell Keter's coffee. Oh, no, 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 no. That's it, you call. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. We are never, never, never getting back together. We are never, never, never getting back together. You can forget about your Easter egg. I'm giving it to Key and Lynch instead. We are never, never, never Get back together! Ever! Hear me? I forgive you, Connor! Call me! BTS Dynamite, Dermot and Dave, it is today FM. Guys, what are you laughing at? I haven't even started Dave's World yet. Come on. Dave's World. Dave's World. If we don't let him do it, he gets ratty. Okay. Oh, you're just just guessing how funny Dave's World was going to be. <laughs> well, you obviously thought it was going to be very funny, yeah. judging by your reaction. No, it's hilarious. Uh, a lot of people guessing in that uh, the number... Yeah, I'll try, and, I'll try and word this as clearly as I can because even I'm struggling with it. 
What's the only number in English with the same number of letters as the meaning of its name? Okay. One, no. Two, <laughs> no. Three, no. I give up, says Fergal and Sligo. 77, says someone. What? Because oh, 77 would have to have 77 letters. Yeah. Someone does say 40 is the only word, the only number spelt in alphabetical order in oh, English. That's cool. Uh, yeah, which good. is good. Um, isn't there something else as well that a thousand is the first letter first I, number I love when you're unsure of something <laughs> I, you're just going in there anyway it's like walking through brambles you're just like I'm not sure about this thousand is the only is the first number to have an A in it sorry that can't be true it is what thousand is the first number to have an A in it so you're telling me no number between zero and a thousand has an A in it. This is from zero to nine hundred and ninety-nine. There's no A. Well, like, unless you say three hundred and forty-nine, which like, but if you say three hundred forty-nine, there's no A. You're right. I know. How about that? I I went through the brambles. <laughs> and came out the other side. You came out and you had like stickleback stuck to your jumper. Yeah, you are correct. Uh, yeah. See, see, Sean. See, see. Letters B and C do not appear anywhere. In the spellings of one to nine. Oh, <laughs> Sean's world. Less confident than David. <laughs> no, it's 999,999,999. 999. Okay, so in other words, B doesn't come in until a billion, is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, there you go. Why anyway, the answer, the answer to the thing that we talked about at the beginning is the only number in English... That has the same number of letters as the value of the number is four. Four letters and the number four. Yeah. Jeez. I'm not sure if that was worth carrying over the news. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you bitch. <laughs> oh, he's back. <laughs> bitch is back. <laughs> okay, I'll give you something completely different. What is the plural of Toyota Prius? <laughs> Toyota Pri <laughs> Toyota Pri <laughs> The second sound he made is actually right They ran a poll in 2011 To see what the world thought it should be And the world voted And they said Pri P-R-I-I Is the plural of Prius It shouldn't have just be Prius Like two Toyota Prius Priuses No, no Pri Two Toyota One Toyota Prius Prius is price Two Toyota Pri <laughs> Pre. <laughs> no one's going to say that. They will. They should. Pre. Pre. <laughs> then the plural of bus should be be. <laughs> I would like that. No, I suppose it depends. Like you you're know. waiting for one bus and then three be <laughs> yeah. coming along at once. Here's a special the end. It's over. Yeah. Smart speakers are brilliant. They're just the gift that never stops giving. Uh, Paula has been on to us from Cavan. Her smart speaker, for some reason, mm. has sped up the Today FM feed. For her. She doesn't know why, doesn't know how it's happening, but we now sound like this to her. AF, 800 euro. Uh, ant farms are freaky. <laughs> ant farms are freaky? Have you ever owned an ant farm? No. No. Well, I keep <laughs> suggesting it to my kids as a, as a kind of a cool thing to get and just look at me and go, Dad, can I just buy FIFA points instead? <laughs> no books. Yeah, the, the fear is that they'll get out. Oh, yeah. 
We sound like teenage versions of ourselves or something. I don't know. That's really weird. It's like a recording from, like, I don't know, radio in the 60s or something. I was going to sound slightly sped up. I'm sorry it's happening, Paula. Maybe it's a terrible thing. Don't miss the action this week on Premier Sport with two Premier League games. That should take up about four hours. And for the rest of the week, you're going to have to put up with NASCAR racing from the 1970s, cockfighting and hand-drawn images of badger baiting from Victorian England. Premier Sports, good a fraction of the time. Just what is it about electric car drivers that make them so annoying? Is it the fact that they can't walk past you without telling you how far they got on a single charge? Or is it when they ask you how much you spend weekly on petrol or diesel? Just how good does it feel to drive an electric car? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Dancing with the Stars is back in TV. Well, why not shimmy over the border and pick yourself up some cheap booze? Let's face it, the price of booze is astronomical down south. So salsa over to us and pick up a slab of cans for next to nothing. So tango into a Northern Ireland off-license today. But watch out, if you drink too much, you could get a dose of the Foxtrot. Just gotta get over the wall. Uh, grappling hook. Uh, climbing over the up to the top story. Run along the rooftops. Nearly there, nearly there. Now I'm just gonna swing down through the upstairs window. Uh, onto the bed. Oh. Darren, do you have to keep doing this every time my mother calls over? You'll have to see her at some point. Adele is back with a song about cheese. <laughs> Go easy, singles, baby. Put them on my sandwiches. My easy, singles, baby. Yeah, yeah. Fight the power. The power. Peace. How low can you go? Death row. Here come the 5 0. Yeah, boy. Can it get it? Oh, yeah. Oh. Thanks to Shane and Martin there for the responsorial, Sam. <laughs> we'll, we'll stand now for the Apostles' Creed. I said it before, I'll say it again. Maybe we should just let him get ratty. I mean, isn't it the lesser of two evils? No, you want me to good be idea. happy and doing jokey, jokey, laugh, laugh time. No, good idea. On. Go on, this Carl, is your Carl bit. sitting in here to, to guffaw along as well. Val <laughs> says, why didn't Han Solo enjoy his steak dinner? It was chewy. <laughs> uh, imagine them eating chewy. <laughs> Joey Doyle. <laughs> Joey Doyle. That's the Husqvarna lawnmower there. <laughs> Joey Doyle, who was in last week with a joke, came back this week with another joke for us. Come on, Joey. Joey's nine. Did you hear about the kidnapping at school? No. Don't worry. He woke up. The kidnapping at school. How are you, Joey? That's good. Come on, Joey. How did I get in? Lucas Seven, he says, Why is Ronaldo's bedroom always tidy? Because he's not messy. 
Oh, <laughs> come on, Luke. <laughs> DJ Paul says, I'm thinking of getting a second job as a reverse truck driver. It's a backup job. Uh, Speaking of jobs, Tony says, yes, I've got a new job. Blowing the whistle at the end of, of football matches. <laughs> I nearly said the punchline. <laughs> football matches. <laughs> yes, it's a full-time job. Full-time. Uh, full-time job, yeah, yeah. Uh, I nearly said full-time. Uh, Barry says, my wife accused me of showing favoritism towards one of our children. Rubbish. I love Sarah and not Sarah in exactly the same way. <laughs> Couple of lawnmower jokes for you. You know, giving away a husk Okay. Partner. Irene says, with the price of petrol, I put vodka in my lawnmower. Sure, the grass is half cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And Chucky Wacky J says, just saw my neighbour slumped over his ride on lawnmower, crying his eyes out. Ah, he said it'll be okay. He's just gone through a rough patch. Uh, <laughs> I love ride on lawnmowers. They're very exciting. I've never been on one. You what? No. You've never been on one. What are you saying, Waffer? You live in Dublin as well. Who has a little ride on lawnmower in Dublin? It's you. Enya. It's you. Enya. Yeah. It's only <laughs> <laughs> no one else has one. Tony says, in another 3,028 years, there's a chance that things will either be really good or really bad. It's 50 50. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's just annoying. It's just, it's just annoying. Column says, I see Ronnie O'Sullivan won the snooker. I just kept turning the TV on halfway through a frame. Couldn't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> Nick says, I bought a greyhound and brought, and brought him home yesterday. My wife said, Are you going to race him? I said, God, no, he's way faster than me. I say, I say. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say. Tony says, the last thing my grandfather said to me before he died was pints, liters and gallons. That spoke volumes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funnier when you do it like that. David says, there's a horse running in the fourth hoodie in Punchestown called Dalai Lama. I put all the money on him if I was a Tibetan man. <laughs> Should I give him this yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's harder to understand though. Breaking news, police have arrested a man allegedly caught stealing ballroom dancing in dresses and shoes. They're believed to be pressing cha-cha charges. And finally, just don't be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do. An Irish policeman arrested a motorist and said, "Now, sir, it seems you've been drinking and driving. Could you say the alphabet starting with M?" Absolutely, guard. Says the other fellow. <laughs> Malphabet. <laughs> A lot of people, fans of you putting on the new bad jokes voice, <laughs> saying it works. Like Peter says, brilliant, especially when you change the accent. So funny. The voice makes it so much better, says someone. Uh, it'll be a long, long time before I recover from the horrors of the half cut joke, says Jer. <laughs> Sorry, Jer. Um, listening to Dave's new jokes reminds me of Tommy Cooper, says Damien Kilkenny. It's a touch of the, the workman's club from uh, 80s Britain I was there. channeling a bit of that kind of northern yeah. English comedian, alright. I mean, I mean I could, maybe I could bring a different voice every week. I mean, next week I could do kind of, I don't do, do Kevin Bridges, you know the way Kevin Bridges tells his jokes? I, I grab a random joke here out my jokes, hang on. <laughs> if I went um, ah, where'd the couples go in a shopping centre to argue? The feud cut. <laughs> I don't no, know. maybe not. It's not as funny not as the funny. other one. Okay, okay, okay. Because you're kind of you're moving from Kevin Bridges into Billy Connolly there. Oh, what I <laughs> my mother! <laughs> I was doing some research on my family tree. Turns out I'm the sap. 
No, I think Tommy Tommy Cooper seemed to have a better reaction. Yeah, Look, maybe do, do, I just do, uh, do the jokes as myself. There's an expression. One more joke as a as generic, no, generic northern comedian from a, the eighties. My wife was on the phone for an hour. That was quick. You know me on for three hours. She said, "What was wrong? It was a wrong number." <laughs> I called the paranormal hotline. They said, "How did you get this number?" <laughs> the paranoia hotline. I lost, my, jo- I lost my job. I lost my job as a dermatologist. I handed in my E45. <laughs> Definitely not doing that again. I'm not doing that you again. You have to just slow down a bit. Oh, though. Okay, you're, okay, you're going okay. too quick. <laughs> it just sounds like you know you listen to podcasts at like twice the speed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm. I left my watch at the watch factory. No, I didn't. I left my job at the watch. factory. <laughs> I can't even do. I can't read it properly. I left my job at the no, watch factory. No, now you changed it. You what? change your level of confidence. <laughs> right. I'm yeah. super confident. There you go. A bit slower. There you go. I'd like to buy a bagel with cream cheese. <laughs> Sorry, we only accept cash. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing, Randy? Why am I wasting all my good, bad jokes for next week? Oh, they're not good. <laughs> About an hour ago, we were speaking to Mr. Roy Kane. Ahead, of course, of the Premier League season kicking off tonight. Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. My United playing on Sunday. So excited. I love football so much. But while we were talking to Roy Keane, I know lots of people around the country were very excited to hear Roy Keane on the radio chatting to Dermot and Dave. This, I was excited. I was beside myself. Lorna's husband, Timmy, was excited as well, but it didn't work out for Timmy. How's Lorna today? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you're still you're still laughing at him. <laughs> Lorna, I, I can't understand a word you're saying, but I'm loving the fact that you're laughing at him. Come here, get closer to the phone there, and tell everybody what happened, poor Timmy. I went to Lidl and I had four missed calls of our younger daughter Rebecca, and when I answered the phone, she said, um. We locked out into the utility and we can't get him out. <laughs> <laughs> so, they they locked him in, for like just for the crack or, or by accident? <laughs> no, you're gone again. We can't understand you because you're laughing too much. Come back to the phone, Lorna. <laughs> Sorry. He was locked in there for 10 minutes. They did it on purpose for the last... <sighs> Brilliant, brilliant. And did he miss the whole Roy Keane chat? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> is he with you he's, now or is he gone somewhere else? No, he's, <laughs> he's not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he can't even find headphones to listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Poor Timmy. Everything's falling apart for Timmy. Oh. We'll have to email him the MP3 and he can just listen on the computer or something like yeah, that. Oh, God. Yeah, that would be good. The poor creator. Oh, God love come him. here. And did you, did you get nice stuff in Lidl while you were laughing at him? <laughs> I went over for the breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he was locked in there and he hadn't even had his breakfast. The poor fellow was starving. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Lorna, your infectious laugh is the best thing ever on a Friday. We're terrible kids. 
<laughs> I think you might have the best kids ever. Do you want to uh, talk to Timmy? <laughs> I don't know if I, if I ever want to talk to anyone else except you, Lorna. But go on, throw Timmy on there for a sec. Some bunch of girls. <laughs> <laughs> you Timmy. wouldn't mind, but the two girls are 13 and 17, and the wife is 44, right? <laughs> yeah, they're well, not. No, sorry, she's 42. Oh, oh God, yeah. You you gotta, gotta, you, I, I heard the dig there as you said 44 and followed me to you by a punch sound. Come here. <laughs> so, you poor fellas, you were, they did it on purpose, do you? Yeah, all I could see was eyeballs looking in the keyhole. I was going out and... I'm And you, you know what it's like, Dave, when you're trying to pack for a holiday? Yeah. It's stressful as it is, and there they are. They're locking me in there for ten minutes. <laughs> when are you going on your holidays, Timmy? We're actually going today as well. Uh, not a minute too soon, says you. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm going to leave them. I'm leaving them on their own. I'm taking off their too. <laughs> Bunch of gold. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, this might be the best phone call we've ever had in our lives. Thanks so much. And I'm sorry no they didn't do it, but we'll have to get the podcast here in some way. You listen on the plane or something and you can hear well, Roy Keane. I would. I was looking for my earphones and I think they're after hiding them. I'll never get to hear it. <laughs> Take care, lads. All right, Timmy, have a good holiday. See you later. Notice that Dermot's Spanish voice is basically just Terry Wogan <laughs> speaking Spanish. No, the Spanish is that I'm reading off the crisps that Dave brought me home yeah. from his holidays. Deliciosos rollitos de maíz sabor queso picante. Sir Terry Wogan is here. <laughs> yeah, he's got ah, a voice. Ah, Sir Terry. There's a little bit of Terry in it. A little, Spanish, not much. Terry, buenos dias. <laughs> It's terrible. Now, round of applause for Ronan King. Come on, Ronan. Uh, time for another song. Another song we don't know. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is this happening? Was oh, this Metallica? Yeah. Is this, a, is this happening for real? <laughs> this isn't a joke. We're in my room. But Metallica on the radio. It's Play FM. Yes. I'm so happy. <laughs> what a day we had yesterday. What a night we had last night. Thank Energy's you. fairly uh, fairly calm in the studio today. It's nice and peaceful. That's what it is. No loud noises for anybody. <laughs> no, definitely Thank not. you to everybody who sent us nice messages uh, yesterday. We got in touch with the show. And, uh, of course... It gave us a good excuse to kind of think back over the last 20 years, the kind of stuff that myself and Dave have done. And we did bits and pieces that you may or may not have heard because we were uh, on a different radio station for a lot of the time. Yeah. And, but uh, there were a particular pair of characters uh, that were a big part of our lives for they a were, long time. I, I haven't been a musician for as long as I can remember. And one of my dreams was to go into a shop mm. and see my name on a CD and, and buy a CD. And then... One of my biggest dreams ever would be to have a disc on the wall that you see in rock stars' houses, you know, a gold disc or a platinum disc or whatever. I didn't think it was going to be a helium-induced, high-pitched voice character that would end up giving me both of those dreams, but that's what happened. We released CDs after CDs for charity for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, went double platinum. The discs are still there now. Who was it who kept us off the number one spot in the charts? I'll tell you, because I told the story last night over dinner and you were having you were at the other end of the table. So we went in and after the first week of charts, we were charting towards number one. And then Madonna released an album and we went back down to number two. 
Then the following week, we were charting again number one. We were getting ahead of Madonna. The biggest name in showbiz released an album, Tommy Fleming. And every single year, Tommy Fleming's Christmas album would keep us off the charts. And in fairness, Mario Rosenstock's gift group did it as well a couple of times. Yes, that's uh, right. Gift group CDs back in the day as well. But uh, look, yeah. it was brilliant to be involved well, in something like that and ran for so long. And my brother-in-law is a professional musician, dedicated his life to playing the guitar. Mm. Uh, like full-time musician, you know, lives for it. And every time he walks into my man cave at home and looks at the wall and sees this platinum disc, he just shakes his head and goes, I can't believe you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. M and 50 were the toll trolls. They lived under the M50 toll bridge. And uh, every single day on the breakfast show we worked on at the time, they came in and they paid us a visit and they talked about anything and everything. But one of their favorite things to do was to do their version of the Joe Duffy Liveline show, which it's was Troll Duffy. Troll Duffy. A very good afternoon to you and welcome along to the Troll Duffy show here. And we'll start off. I've got a lady on the phone here from Clontarf and uh, her name's Mary. Mary, hello. Welcome to the Troll Duffy show. How are you, Troll? Now, Mary, yeah, you wanted to make a point about your son. What, what happened to your son, Mary? Very difficult, Joe, to talk about it. This is very difficult, yeah. Why, why is it so hard, Mary? Why is it so hard? My son was involved in a cult. Uh, Mary, no, sorry, Mary, you can't be using that kind of language on the radio, Mary. Sorry about that. No, now. no, no, cult, Joe, cult. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, of course, of course, sure, 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 sure. And then, uh, when did this all start? How did it happen? He was basically... Getting off the 46A one day and was attacked by a gang of clowns. Really, was he? And, and who was the head of this cult? The head of the cult? The man off the front of the Tato bag. <laughs> What's the, the man? Mary? The man in the red coat. <laughs> Mary, I don't mean to be laughing, Mary, but you sound, you sound like a banshee, Mary. Um, <laughs> so the fella off the front of the Tato packets had, had your son in the headlock, was it? It did. An emotional, an emotional headlock. Very much, he was, and he used to always like to cheat an onion, and now, now he likes salt vinegar. And salt and vinegar, yeah. Mary, can you hang on the line? We have, certainly, Mary, you have to go to Michael now. Michael's on the line there. Michael from Crumlin. How are you, Michael? What have you got to say, Michael? What have you got to say? Yeah, I think it's a disgrace. You think it's a disgrace? What, 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 what do you think is a disgrace, Michael? I think, what? The, whole, think the whole thing is a disgrace. The whole thing, yeah. What, what exactly? Well, it's uh, also a disgrace to the whole thing, which is a disgrace. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're all in town. We're, you know, it's the whole thing is a disgrace. Sure. Like, you can't, you can't even move. Sure. You know, it's a sure. disgrace. Yeah, Michael, thanks for that. Just hang on the line there, Michael, because I want to bring in um, Parnica Reardon. Parnica Reardon represents the SARS and um, Kinsili uh, Operation Flow System uh, the Brigade. Um, but what, what exactly is going on out there, Parnica? What, what, tell, tell everyone what's going on. There's a total repercussion. It's actually, it's actually a repeat repercussion. Uh, we've all been, we've been involved in. Uh, sure. It's going to be repercussions. Sure, it? sure. So, you know, it's going to be major re- repercussions. Sure. And uh, do you feel Finna Fall are responsible? Is it for the PDs? So, can I just get in there, Mary? Sure, get in there, Mary, now. Salt and vinegar, Tato has repercussions, too. Yeah, yeah. So, can I get in there? Michael's there, yeah. Michael, what, what do you have to say to, to Mary about that salt and vinegar comment? I think that's the whole thing of the scrape. You know, salt and vinegar is a scrape. Uh, sure. She's, she's onions and other scrape. Uh, sure. Cocktail. Sure. 
with a new album all about the GAA Hurling Championship. T.J. Reid is on the pitch and Brian Cody Brian Cody's on the sideline the shadow thinks of him come on Kilkenny pull on the slitter for Jazz's sake which is not to put Jazz's out of him. week on Consumer Outwatch, we look at shopping at the airport. We'll give you our favourite tips to getting what you need when you're on the move. That's right. Remember, at the airport, you don't want just one small packet of chewing gum. You need six kilos of chewing gum. And if you've never bought one before, you will find yourself buying some kind of angling magazine. Shopping at the airport. What happens to us? Have you tasted the beauty of real Irish butter? To make the butter, we get only the finest dairy milk. Then we heat it up a bit and we put some salt in it. And that's it. We package it in gold foil to serve you real Irish creamery butter. Butter. How in God's name does it cost three ninety-five? <laughs> There's nothing in it! No. Deirdre, I don't want you. Don't come any closer. What's wrong, Seamus? No. Get off the couch. What's wrong, Seamus? Have you never seen pop socks before? (laughs) No! They're disgusting! Sting is back with another song about the GAA Hurling Championship. This time it's Limerick. His second was 65. Keon is just in there. Come on, you Boston Green. Throw the shoulder in and let him know you're there. He's a horse of a man, just like his father before him. He could drink 10 pints on a Sunday and still get up and score two tools. Okay, so I brought you this. Intel, of course. <laughs> well, actually, it stumped a few people in France. You weren't in your own for this. But it's the weirdest thing. Obviously, how many times have I seen that? Yeah. And it's just, it's like when you meet like an old school teacher out of context. You're like, I have never seen you before in my life. How do I know this person? And you realize, oh my God, I stared at them for six years. It's the same when you hear that 
not watching telly it's hard to recognise for some reason yeah so Owen and Leash thought it might be the law and order noise before their, though, that show comes on <laughs> oh, yeah. and something else says the sound Sony always played before an episode of Cobra Kai no this sound is as most people were shouting at the radio is the Netflix sound but what a story of how the sound came to be right, right. so the first thing is is that there's a theory online that the Netflix sound came from House of Cards which was the first Netflix own made show mm. I'll let this guy this internet uh, conspiracy theory guy explain it to you you know that sound at the beginning of every Netflix show that where does that come from the Netflix sound is a tribute to House of Cards at the end of season 2 Frank Underwood spoiler alert becomes president of the United States stands in the Oval Office in front of the Resolute desk and does the following so what he does is he bangs the desk, right? Ah. But the theory is on the internet that the sound he made was ba-boom, which was the start of the Netflix sound. Guess what? It wasn't. Ah. It has absolutely nothing to do with it. Uh, but the story is kind of crazy, right? So what happened was the the Netflix executives... First of all, by the way, it has a name. Do you know what that sound is called? So it's written Tadum, but it's pronounced internally in Netflix Tadum. Tadoom. So they say when they hear that sound, they call it Tadoom. So basically, this guy, who is one of the Netflix executives, decided they needed a Sonic logo, something that would... Get him. His name was Todd Yellen. And he approached a guy called Lon Bender. And Lon Bender is an Academy Award-winning sound designer for movies. And he said to him and his team, he said, here's the challenge. I want you to create something that has the following characteristics, tension, release, and it's quirky... And I wanted that all to happen in less than three seconds. It's a tough old thing. So here is Lon Bender explaining the kind of different sounds that are in there. It's a combination of music and of the sound effects of these knocks, which are my wedding ring that I'm wearing, knocking on the side of a cabinet in our bedroom. His wedding ring is in there, right? <sighs> which is amazing. That's not all. There was a slowed anvil sound, which had a deeper tone. So that's an Ooh, anvil. Meaty. Slow that, down. that added the meat. It did. And then two hits, they call them. Orchestral hits, drum hits, whatever they call them. Mm. So that's those two. And interestingly, if you're listening on headphones or listening on a stereo speaker, they are panned very much left and right. So it goes like left, right when it hits you. Yes. Uh, right. But then there's a piece of music they added to it called Blossom. So that was the kind of tension and release was the tension were the hits and the wedding ring and the anvil and Blossom was the release. Uh, so then they put it all together and they got... Okay, cool sound. Um, so they did all that together and then uh, they there is genuinely a weird story about it and this is where I said it has something to do with goats, okay? So what the lads decided to do was they went through the sound and they kind of... They added loads of different things. If I'd have a listen to Todd Yellen, the Netflix executive, explaining that he actually liked one with a goat. I liked the sound of a goat. It was funny, and I thought it was quirky, and it was our version of Leo the Lion. And so for a while, we were stuck on that goat sound. I thought that would be a good time. Okay, so in the conversation... Todd Yellen played the guy who's mm-hmm. giving me all this information for Dave's World. Uh, he played him the one with the goat, but the guy isn't allowed to play that back. So he said, this is my best impersonation of what I think it actually sounded like. Ah! 
Like genuinely, that's what Todd Yellen and his team thought was a good idea. <laughs> now, I'll be honest with you, him doing that impersonation of the goat sound made me think of my favorite thing and one of Dermot's favorite things, which is goats that sound like humans. They're just it's just so amazing. So I decided I'd make the Netflix logo and you decide, you guys decide which one of these you think is okay. the best. This is the new goat edition Excellent. of the Netflix logo. Okay, that's one. Here's number two. <laughs> and here's number three. <laughs> Do I even need to ask which one is best? Like, if you turned on everything, you're settling down and go, okay, we've got to watch the next episode of Ozark. I'm so on edge because, oh God, like, is Marty going to die? What's going to happen? <laughs> Noni is here. Hi, Noni. How are you, Kate? What's going on? Where do you know to wear a top gun is in the cinemas? Yeah, out this week. I want to make my own version of it, and I, I want somebody very special to be in it. That is so cool. Hey, Tom Cruise, a boy the kid. No one's ever said that to me. I don't worry about it. It's only something we say in Limerick. Um, are we getting on, Sam? <laughs> How do you answer that question? So you're for doing this audition, are you? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, first things first. I sell chocolate out of a prime. I need to know what you think about chocolate. I love sugar, but I can't eat it because when I'm training, you know, I've got doing all these these movies. It's oh, yeah, 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 with the movies. You can just never find the time, you know. And um, What's your attitude to confectionery in general? Now, what I like to do is I like to send people like cakes and stuff like that. Oh, my God, that's very good of you. Very nice. Now, would you want to hear the plot of my new film? Uh... Yeah, absolutely. So, the name of the film is Top Goals. Good. Good. It's about a bunch of goals who sell chocolate out of a pram and they get into all kinds of hijinks. So, do you want to play the lead role? Yes. That's what I want. Now, you won't be playing a character called Maverick. Your character is called Limerick, right? And... I need to get inside the head of the character, do you know? What do you, what do you mean? Like, how would Limerick, you know, change, change chocolate? Like, what would what would Limerick do to a, an aero bar? Get rid of the bubbles. Get rid of the bubbles. Yeah, yeah, that could work all right, yeah. Um, how would you feel if you ate 13 cream eggs in a row? Well, how would you feel? This isn't about me, Tom. Think of the character. You get sick. Yeah, very sick, do you think? Yeah, properly, like fill a bag sick. What would you say to someone who said you shouldn't be selling out-of-date chocolate out of a vintage pram? I find that appalling when, when people who don't know what they're talking about say things like that. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. It's a, it's, it's a disgrace. Okay, now here's the thing. For your character in Top Goals, you're going to have to wear an overcoat, a headscarf, and a pair of glasses. Listen, here's the, here's the thing. You're stepping over a line now. You're stepping over a line. You know you are. Is it okay? I'm the director of this film, right? I, I'm making top goals. And you either do it, you do it. You do it You do it my way or the highway. Speaking of the highway, we should go up there for the cavalry later on. I'm just telling you right now. Okay? Just put your manners back in. Listen, calm down, Kate. Look, this is going to be big time. This is going to make you Tom Cruise. Like, if you, if you play our cards right in, in top goals... You could end up with, like, free parking in Dordoyle Shopping Centre. 
Monday till Friday. I, you know, I, don't, I never kind of look at it like that. <laughs> I know, it's going to be great. Listen, sorry for getting off my high horse down a minute ago. I'm just very excited about Top Golf. It's all right. You stepped out of line, I cracked you. We got it, we got it. <laughs> That's right, Joe. You're a great laugh. Come here to me. Uh, last thing you can do for me now, Tom Cruise, is uh, call me Mammy and take me somewhere exciting. Come with me, Mom. We're gonna, I'm going to jump out of the airplane with you. <laughs> You've got the power, Tom Cruise. Top goals. Coming to a cinema near you, kid. Help. I need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. Help. You know I need someone. Seamus is in Tipperary. Seamus, what's happening? Good morning, guys. How things? Not bad at all. I'm here with Dermot and Pamela Joyce, who's come in to offer some assistance to you because we feel like you might need some female's <laughs> help this morning. What have you just done? Right. So the plan was um, I've got my stag. First of all, I've got my stag this weekend. Good man. Congratulations. Yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. This is, this is the ironic bit of the whole thing. Um, I decided... I needed to give the beard a trim, so mm-hmm. got the beard a trim, set the clippers to setting seven, get the trim, put it back to setting one or two to give the head a shave. Decided then that the eyebrows needed Ooh. a little tidy up, but I forgot to change the setting on the clippers. Oh, oh jeepers. What so, did it look like? So one eyebrow <clears throat> went, and then I'm left with one eyebrow gone. One eyebrow the same as it was. And you haven't even been on your stag yet. That's this is what's supposed to happen at the <laughs> other end of the stag, Seamus. I know. As the lad said, I'm after save them a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have to draw a willy on your forehead now in permanent marker. So yeah. you're done. Yeah. Am I there's right? A, Go on, Seamus. There's a grand platform on the forehead because there's no hair up there from drawing pictures. So. <laughs> Am I right in thinking your dilemma now is whether to complete the job, match the two sides by shaving off the other eyebrow. No. Or yeah. drawing in a fake, some kind of fake eyebrow on the other side. Pamela, is there such a thing as like a, a good eyebrow pencil you could use? Well, the most important question here is when is the wedding? Yes. Do you have time to regrow? Really the wedding isn't for another six weeks. So that isn't really an issue. Yeah. Pamela, can, can someone grow back an eyebrow in six weeks? I feel like I should lie to Seamus and say yes. All right, so the answer is no. <laughs> no How do you no, know no. this? Um, well, I had a very similar situation once, Seamus. You're shaving your beard. And yes, you're... yes. I um, look. I have a lot of a lot of very dark hair. And as a child, my sisters used to call me the caterpillar because I just had one kind of unibrow. Right. And I was going to a birthday party of a girl who was the class above me in school, so okay. obviously it was a big deal. Yeah. I had to look flames, even though I was like nine. And <laughs> I was in the shower. And I saw my sister's razor. Oh. And I was like, I'll just, I'll just give it a go and see what happens. No mirror, no nothing. Just took the razor to my eyebrow. Took half of it off, obviously. And then I walked out of the shower and my sister's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, oh, the razor fell. The, the razor, razor fell, fell onto your face. the line I went with. The razor fell. And then I had to go to the party with half an eyebrow. And how long until the eyebrow regained its normal hirsuteness? Uh, I'm still waiting to be honest. <laughs> Seamus, years later. Seamus, I don't know. Have you told the bride-to-be what you've done? I have. Um, I think she's seen the humorous side to it. Great, okay. Uh, I think she's listening there as well at the moment, so I have no doubt she's... Well, we better say hello to them. What's her name? Gillian. Uh, Gillian. Hey, Gillian. Gillian, don't worry. He's, he's not a total spoon. Well, maybe he is. There, is. there is some bit of light at the end of the tunnel here. Number one, the eyebrows were fairly fair anyway. Okay. Right. And and I, I tan well, so I've been out in the 
kind of the, the weather. So you wouldn't really notice it. And I also wear glasses, and the top rim of the glasses goes across the eyebrow. <laughs> you so, are definitely a glass um, half full kind of guy, Seamus. <laughs> if ever there was glass half full here, it's me. <laughs> well, is any wonder Gillian wants to marry you with that kind of positive yeah. attitude? Seamus, I, I think, yeah, you've saved the lad's job on the mm. stag, but that's about the only positive you I know can see. could work, and I know, you know, this is uh, possibly a, a last-ditch effort, but... Belly button fluff. Oh my god! If you stick that to your face, treasure trail on your eyebrows. <laughs> fantastic! Idea. Fantastic! Seamus loves it. Seamus, enjoy the stag. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. See you bye. later. Bye, 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 bye. 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 Um, oh man, oh, that's just shocking. The poor fella. I, I would be too afraid to take the beard trimmer to mm. my eyebrows anyway, just in for fear. No matter what setting it was, I on. do it all the time. But what right. I do is I pull the yeah. eyebrow up and then go zinc across the top. Do you know what I mean? Would you not just use a little nail scissors? No. Or just trim it. I think you need to do yours. You know, get, moment, get yeah. along, yeah. You're getting a bit... Uh, oh, hi there, Chris. <laughs> hi, Chris. Down to my basement. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play some Pitbull. <laughs> Today I've been. So, contractually obliged, Cahill is on a couple of days off, so uh, <laughs> Sean has to come in and sit in his contractually obliged seat Can't and wait. laugh at the jokes. The first one, absolutely everyone sent me this, okay? Okay. Boy George attacked in the jungle. Could have been a camera chameleon, because they're known to come and go. <laughs> uh, Deck have used that joke about four times. Well, I think already. that's probably why everybody on earth sent it to me. Uh, Jamie's 11 years old. He lives in Balbriggan. He sent me this. Hiya, Dave. It's Jamie from Balbriggan. How do you help a claustrophobic astronaut? Just give him some space. <laughs> uh, yes. I like it, Jamie. Jenna says, the internet connection in my farm is really sketchy, so I've moved the modem out to the barn where the horses sleep. Now I've got stable Wi-Fi. <laughs> stable Wi-Fi. Oh. Kira says, if your workplace requires password changes every 90 days, just set it to the name of the current UK Prime Minister, you should be fine. Zinger. <laughs> Steve says, my mate's been telling me why he thinks he should get the award for employee of the month in his job in Samsonite. In fairness, he does make a good case. <laughs> <laughs> Samsonite! I was way off. <laughs> Crevo always sends me jokes. Thank you, Crevo. Crevo says, did you know that Elvish is a language in Lord of the Rings? It's also Sean Connery's favorite singer. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Paul says, for Dermot. Joke for Dermot. I recently started a class on meditation. Mm. And now, for breakfast every morning, I get up and I make an omelette. <laughs> <laughs> I'll build that into the show. Do, do, do. <sighs> Daniel says, I once asked a hotel receptionist for an early morning wake-up call. She rang me at 6am and said, Daniel, what are you doing with your life? Get it together, man! <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> Andrew says, when I was at school, my teacher told me not to worry about spelling because in the future, there will be autocorrect. And for that, I am eternally grapefruit. <laughs> Amen. Dave says, I shouldn't mess with the celebrations by taking out the bounty bars. These kinds of things upset people. Like once, I swapped the wrappers around in ours and my wife got her Snickers in a Twix. <laughs> <laughs> You've no idea how hard I had to concentrate on that joke. 
Eddie says, I like to cut my toenails completely naked. And if you have a problem with that, just go to another Starbucks. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Desi says, a Dutch accent, please. Okay, I'll do my best. Desi says, did you know the most famous Dutch burglar is Robin de Gaff? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> yes. Thank you, Desi. Stephen says, I heard you guys had a bird that flew into Today FM. Mm. Glad he got rehomed. Hopefully we're trying to find the owner. Unfortunately, a dove flew into the brewery where I work and drowned in a vat of beer. May he nest in yeast. <laughs> Stop. No, it's so good. I'm loving these. Connor says, I, w- <laughs> I walked into Easton's yesterday. I saw an author putting a plank of wood across a desk with his book on one end. He then jumped on the plank. The book flew up and hit the roof. I didn't know what was going on. So I asked a staff member that said, oh, it's his book lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm quite enjoying this, like, make Dermot perform and do things day. Yeah. Uh, Earlier on, it was uh, the panto person, but now it's Christopher Walken. How are you, boys? No, no, Christopher Walken. (laughs) Okay, I'll tell you what. You're doing an ad for the panto but Christopher Walken is in the panto. Okay, so <laughs> go. Hiya, boys and girls. The panto's happening. And it's, uh, what's the story of, it's, uh, what's the <laughs> Jack and the Beanstalk. It's Jack and the Beanstalk. I'm like, oh, we're bad for the boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> the giant is portrayed by Christopher Walken. With the giant, played by Christopher Walken. Guys, I don't know. <laughs> God damn, too many noisy kids. Oh, he's behind you, for God, God's sake. Look behind you. And now uh, wrap it up, wrap oh, it no, up. no, he didn't. Tickets on sale? Oh, no, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> Tickets are on sale now from a horse and cart outside Clam Brattle Street. <laughs> it's no ordinary panto. This is no ordinary panto. It's a Christopher Walken panto. <laughs> this is a dog called Bugger. Okay, and Bugger is a basset hound and he's old, right? And he sits in a cart and gets dragged around the place. Okay, so it's all, I know it's already good. You're ticking okay? a lot of boxes here, Dave. <laughs> a lot of boxes, right? <laughs> and Bugger gets his dinner cooked for him. Okay, Ooh. Bugger's owner cooks Bugger's dinner and Bugger likes to bark at the owner when the owner's cooking dinner and go and give him a dinner, give him whatever. So th- that's fine. That, there's loads of Bugger TikToks, they're all great. But there's a thing on TikTok called stitching. Which is basically you can take that a clip of Bugger and then you can add to it. And an Irish girl called Jessica Daly has added to this TikTok of Bugger. And she's at JDMUA. She's obviously a makeup artist. JDMUA underscore on Instagram or on TikTok, I should say. There's three barks and a question. And I think it might be TikTok perfection. Have a listen. Who? 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 Why does this dog have a Dublin accent? Okay. The dog barks and Jessica simply asks, why does this dog have a Dublin accent? Listen to the dog. Who? 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 If you you were telling the dub a story and he didn't know who it was about and he went, who? (laughs) Who? 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 (laughs) And Bugger... Bugger is just there, innocently barking away, but he absolutely doesn't know he has a Dublin accent. No. And interestingly, some people who aren't from Ireland don't hear the Dublin accent. What they hear is they hear Gordon Ramsay shouting <laughs> for help. 
Okay? <laughs> and listen, Gordon Ramsay <laughs> shouting for help. Help! 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 <laughs> I'm hearing that. <laughs> I don't think anything's as good as the Dublin accent, though. Help! 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 <laughs> Why does the dog have a Dublin accent? <laughs> Even the way Jessica delivered the line. Uh, I absolutely love it. I want more of Jessica commenting on more videos. <laughs> it is a very special day for Fergal and for Aoife. We're getting married today. The excitement. What a day. Nice weather too. Yeah. Ish. I don't Ish. know what it's like. It's warm. What's it like in Limerick today? That's the question because that's where they are. We'll find out because Fergal wanted to surprise Aoife on the morning of her wedding with a noni phone call and Noni is in to do just that we have Fergal on the phone first up Fergal are you excited uh, can't wait <laughs> are you as excited as our friend here Noni who's come along to say hello to you hi Noni oh, lovely Fergal you still have time to get out of this <laughs> a few more hours you're so wrecked were you on the lash <laughs> I was uh, outside the chicken at the tree o'clock <laughs> were you <laughs> you absolute hero that's the way now, to spend the night before your wedding your best man is meant to have you in bed at like nine o'clock yeah he's up to the job what <laughs> are you going to be able to stay awake for this <laughs> you're right I'll be alright and have you got vows or anything like that now or are you just doing I do I do priest yeah <laughs> uh, I know it's, uh, it's pretty simple did you write the vows yourself? Because that's, you know, it can be a lovely moment and all the congregation go, oh, this is very lovely. Did you did you write them yourself? Of course I did, yeah, yeah. All for the heart. And did you learn them off now or are you reading them off a card? I'm going to do that this morning. Right. You're, you sound like you're in the mental end space to learn something important off my heart. That's for sure. Well, you're in trouble with your ABCs at this stage. Come here. We're going to talk to Emer. No, we're going to talk. Eva. Emer's a bridesmaid. We won't go there. That's all in the past, Fergal. You don't have to bring that up. Uh, Aoife, no. where is she? Oh, she's at home. Was she What's outside the chitin hut at three in the morning? <laughs> no, she was at Donkey oh. Fords. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's at home with all the, the bridesmaids and the kids, so I'm sure it's a madhouse. Right, right, right. Well, let's get Aoife up on the phone and uh, surprise the life out of her, because she's not expecting a phone call from Noni this morning. Aoife! Hello? Aoife! Yeah? It's Norny here. Oh, you know, Kate. Stop! Oh, my God. I'm ringing to tell you that you still have time to get out of this. <laughs> Fergal is, I'm not sure he's the catch you've been looking for. There's plenty of other fish in the sea. And, you know, you can still walk away. Oh, my God. No, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> we two kids. I've tried getting away several times. He finds me. <laughs> I can tell you, listening to your two voices, you sound in way better shape than he does. <laughs> oh, stop. I'm so worried. <laughs> well, he's what did I do to him last night? Uh, he, listen, he's fine. He's alive and he's there on the other line, I think. How are you, Ferd? Are you all right? Hey, yeah. Hey! <laughs> oh, my God. He does sound rough. <laughs> Evie, excited about the big day? Yeah, I'm so shook now. This, yeah, I'm so excited. And God, what, what, I'm, I'm a three-year-old in the bath here. I better make sure she's not drowning. <laughs> yes, please pay attention. <laughs> and what's up? You're giving the children their annual bath. Don't <laughs> Just one of them. I won't even have water for one of them. The other one will wait till Christmas. And where are the bridesmaids? They're here. Yeah. Everyone say hi. 
Well, well, if you've time on the morning of your wedding to bath a child, you must be fairly organised. Uh, I'm not, but it was on my to-do list. But, uh, right. yeah. I, I've had about four showers myself to get the orange off me. I'm glowing. I'm luminous orange. <laughs> well, I, I remember back to my wedding. Do you know, it's all about how you look and you have to put the effort into it. I remember. I'll never forget my outfit. I had a headscarf, glasses, <laughs> a big coat... <laughs> And a prime. Wow. Pretty much what I wear every day. But I, well, I combed my hair to the other side. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I what think you're unrecognisable on the day, right? You? <laughs> well, totally. Can you, um, can you describe your outfit? Pretty much the same, actually. Yeah, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Even the prime. Pram full of chocolate. I have a bar of chocolate here in my fridge from two years ago. This no need chocolate. No need chocolate. Oh, oh wow! That's a collector's item. Yeah, that was that was definitely out of date and it was sold. Yes, so you're fine. A, a few more years, like it's probably gotten better at this stage. It's, it's aging. Are you going on a honeymoon? Going to Italy for three nights. Yeah. Oh, where did you go on your honeymoon, Noni? I went down I went to the shed at the end of the garden. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. There was an outside Jackson there. The lap of luxury. <laughs> so you're going to the honeymoon for three nights, it's just difficult to get away for longer with all the kids at home, isn't it? That's it, yeah. It's supposed to be our mini moon, but uh, I think our honeymoon is twenty forty or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they head off to college or something. Yeah, that's that's the plan. What church you get married in? Uh, Partine. Partine. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and who's doing? Who's doing? The, who's the priest? Do you know him, or is he one uh, of these rent to priests? Uh, Tom Carlo. We know him. He's a he's my favorite friend. Tom oh. Carlo. He's um, I say no, you know me. Oh, listen, I remember Tom. I remember him before he was a priest. I tell you what, he's got some secrets. He's got... I'm surprised they let him into the clergy, to be honest, what I've seen over the years. can't say that about I went to his jibs. Did you? Oh, my God, so they spent half it under the table. <laughs> Sounds like Ian Fergal get on great. <laughs> Fergal and Eva, listen, have an absolutely magical wedding day. We're so happy for the two of you. It's going to be amazing. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Are you ready? Yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound so gruff. Oh, my God. Hashtag be can grand. Who's listening, can everyone give us an extra half an hour? I'd say for it's going to be later than me. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Fergal, <laughs> <laughs> you're not the legend. Even Mass for, has been postponed. <laughs> Fergal <laughs> organised the Noni call. That's the most important ingredient of the wedding day. Oh, that was the 1% of the wedding. Fair play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best of luck, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye, you, Kate. Have a great day. See you soon. Bye. 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 Lovely couple. Absolutely lovely couple. I tell you, if he doesn't get his act together, he's a dead man. (laughs) Even at the end of the phone call, you know, Aoife says, love you, and he just goes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fergal, you're such a hero. Noni, you're a good woman for coming in and doing that. Fair bit to you. Come on, Lord Limerick. Only one thing's going to help him. What's that? Hashtag straightener. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's Say Stuff the Suits the Music time where Dermot is going to say stuff off the top of his head. He thinks two pieces of music he's never heard before that I will now play from, but I'm going to add a little a little condition to this one. Oh, are you? Yeah, now? I am. I want all of these to be impressions. So impersonations, all... all you, I don't no know whether that random. Make, I don't know whether it makes this harder or easier. Guess what? We're about to find out. Here we go. <laughs> 
Now on RT1, Dave Fanning on Stately Homes. <laughs> hey, doing yeah, Dave Fanning here. Yeah, it's a great Stately Homes, built in 1812. I was mad, mad. <laughs> Around the time that Mozart was releasing an album, it was a good album at the time, but it didn't get much of the credit it did. And of course, he was in that movie later on. He started that, but not that one. It was a sequel after it came out. It wasn't very good. Uh, but at the time, the Stately Home, of course, burnt down, and they made a film about that. And of course, the album was great, but for the early stuff. All right, see you later. Check it out. <laughs> It's Matthew McConaughey here. I want to tell you about my new range of bubble bath. It's called All Right, All Right, All Right Bubbles. Just squirt it into the bath, get all frothy and bubbly, and you'll feel, you guessed it, All Right, All Right, All Right. Only available in Lidl. Eamon Dunphy here. I just want to tell you about a new 1950s diner that I have invented. Uh, it's down in in Glastonavon. Uh, you've got burgers, sausage rolls, and a load of chips. Oh! Go down to Amos Diner. Who loves you, baby? Ray Darcy here. Uh, today we're coming to you live from France. Uh, uh, Marion Keys, uh, the author, will be dropping in to make an onion soup. And Pat Short will be telling us a story about Paris. Uh, I suppose I better do this bit uh, in the French accent, given that we're here. And you should say a nom de nocht on the day by Paddy Nakubakan. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Hi, rugby player CJ Stander here. I want to tell you all about my new wildlife reserve down in South Africa. Come down and see the greatest ever wild beasts roam the land. See Peter Ramahani in his natural habitat and Gavin Coombs tied to a tree. Come to CJ Stander's wildlife reserve. It's pure decent. Presenting a brand new act. Jamie and Dempsey has teamed up with Rockers ACDC to bring you AC Dempsey. I am on the highway to hell. Banging out all the classic hits, demo style. I'm back in black and I'm torn Thanks a million. Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave Show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave. Weekday mornings from 9 on Today FM.